0: good monday morning i am glenn the geek from ocala florida
1: and i'm jamie jennings in norman oklahoma you're listening to horses is the morning on the horse radio network for june 13th episode 2952 brought to you today by the world equestrian center good morning horse people i have good news
2: and bad news for you on this monday morning first the bad it's monday but the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, Glenn. I just did something to the show notes and all like kind of got crazy. So let me see if I can the control, Z. <laughs> control Z. Control Z. Oh, there it goes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> God.
0: I was wondering why I can't read my show notes anymore. <laughs> my
1: bad. My bad, yo. Didn't mean to. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Glenn is <clears throat> sick again. Oh, I, my God.
0: I, I got rid of this COVID last week. I tested negative twice and everything. Then right after I saw Tom Cruise yesterday... I got sick again.
1: <gasps> Tom Cruise gave you COVID?
0: Apparently. And then I tested positive again today. I didn't even know that was possible. And we talked to my doctor friend and he said, Yeah, rein- reinfections can happen and you can be contagious all over again. Uh, and with your luck, that's exactly what happened. And I was like,
1: yeah, I think you need to me. probably not use the CVS rapid tests and actually go somewhere and get a proper test as opposed to one you paid $1.98 for. <laughs>
0: These were free, actually. They're the ones the government sent out. So I was
1: glad yeah, I exa- even worse. <laughs> They're free from the but government. But I am sick wow. again,
0: which is the worst part of the whole thing. Is I don't want to be sick again. So uh, anyway, um, a couple, a couple sad things this morning, other than me being sick again for the eight hundredth time than last year. Uh, is that uh, we t- we talked about Hope Hand, the head of the Para Association, last week. We did a little tribute to her, Charlotte and I put together. And I did, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, her daughter did play it for her. Uh, I think I said Aww. that to you. And uh, the daughter and the family said they all cried listening to it, and they were very happy. Well, Hope died the day after her birthday, so she died, I think, on Friday. So she passed away on Friday and... Uh, you know, we all loved Hope, and she's been on this show many, 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 many times over the years and really brought Perra to where it is today. So, uh, just our best to, uh, to the whole family, and, uh, we love you, Hope. Also, Baxter Black died, who, you know, is, God, there's a, cowboy and a poet and somebody that everybody in the western world knows for sure he's kind of a legend we did an interview with him a couple of years ago tara when she was doing the western show and i did the interview and we'll replay that a little bit later for you but he was uh he was an interesting guy and a a fun guy it was a fun interview when i listened back to it so a couple of you've requested that because you remembered it so we will play that for you and then you brought one up this morning that i didn't know about
1: yeah, Brian Bausch, who was a road to the horse competitor trainer in Arizona, also passed away in a car accident. So uh, thoughts and, and prayers go out to his family and his connections. And he, he was a very, very like he was like, um, he was a horse trainer, but also a cowboy who was a he did like a lot of cowboy church and stuff like that. So his wife posted that he didn't suffer and that he's now with, you know, with God. So we just just A a tough weekend in the horse world for people. So we're going to try to do something else to entertain you guys and and not talk about that. Although Glenn does have something that has been fairly irritating to a lot of you. And we're really sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Apparently, there's a strange chirping sound on the show, which Jennifer and I cannot hear. I'm going to send it over to Jamie today. We believe you. We believe it's there. We had this issue once before, what, maybe a year or two ago? And I don't know what we did to fix it. Because I can't even hear it. So I don't know if it's at a wavelength I can't hear because I'm going deaf or what it is. Uh, but a lot of you have heard, hear it and, and thought it was your car. Apparently a lot of people listened in the car chirp, and they thought chirp, it was chirp, their cars. Chirp, apparently chirp. it sounds like, you know, when a chair squeaks, except I stand up to do the show and we kind of determined it must be on my end because it happened on an episode where you weren't there.
1: Oh, there you go. It's not my fault. It's <laughs> so not this my time fault. it's we've had
0: problems with your equipment in the past that it has been your fault, but apparently this time it's not, but we cannot we can't figure it out either and then so they we're said, doing
1: something different today though. we're coming at you through a stream yard as opposed to Skype. so uh let us know if it still happens because then it's definitely your equipment and not Skype. so. Yeah, just we just posted.
0: have to. We we have to. This is the hardest thing to nail down, and it doesn't happen all the time. Apparently, there were none in Friday's show. Well, we didn't do anything different on Friday. We use the same equipment. We use the same system. Chirp, we, chirp. We've done this three thousand times. We don't change much. So I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, let us know. Let me know if you hear it today.
1: The reason it wasn't on Friday's show is because we did so much talk. And the gods of Belmont were with us, Glenn. And no, they
0: weren't. They weren't with me. They were with you.
1: They were with me. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, So the Belmont happened over the weekend. And I would just like to say, uh, I think one horse that you chose actually made it in the money. You chose Skippy Longstocking. Yes. I think to come in third. I and yes, yes, Skippy Longstocking did come in third. Which is However, the one I thought
0: would not come in at all.
1: <laughs> I know. You just like the name. Uh, Mo Donegal and Nest in the one, two spot. So whoop, whoop. what happened
0: to Rich Strike?
1: Rich Strike ended up sixth. I think uh, he just didn't quite didn't quite fire. He was uh,
0: like he came out like last didn't he was in last place. And then
1: I think he finished six out of seven or eight. I can't yeah. remember. But I would, I would like to point out that on the way to the gates. The pony, he has to be led by a pony rider, and the jockey had an outside ring yes,
0: the whole time. <laughs> we noticed that, too. I thought of you.
1: <laughs> Thank God. Use your outside ring, people. If in doubt, outside ring.
0: <laughs> jockey was pulling that head to the right really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was not letting it go, either. It's not no. going to go through that again. And I was surprised that the outrider didn't have a suit of armor on, to be honest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He did not dress like a knight. Well, we're going to talk a little bit today about training horses. And I had a mare ultrasounded, and everybody wants to hear a little bit about the follow-up of that. Because I have a mare who came for training that slams her hips into the fences and squeals and kicks. And so I ended up doing a reproduction exam on her. I didn't. I paid somebody to do that. And then uh we're gonna hear the interview with Baxter Black and some first world equestrian problems. And I've got a really fun, exciting, oh. not so much Daily Winnie for you.
0: And I have a Glenn-centric. No, I have a horse husband-centric auditor post show for you. It's the things us horse husbands, uh us husbands, and especially horse husbands, have to put up with. You're in welcome. The post show. So You're we'll welcome. be talking about You're what lucky. a nightmare you
1: all are. <laughs> You're lucky enough. You think so. Happy <laughs> birthday!
0: We call our super fans auditors, and we have a bunch of auditor birthdays today. Mary Hawkins, Lisa Keeley, uh, Stephanie Elizabeth, and Lindsay Pierce. Also, increasing their pledge last week was Patty Otto. Didn't you say she <coughs> was your neighbor?
1: She is my neighbor, and she's my friend, and she's awesome.
0: Yeah, well, thank you, Patty, for increasing your pledge. If you want to become an auditor and be part of the auditor room on Facebook and all the extras that we do, the extra content we do for auditors like the post show here, go to com. Click on the auditor banner in the upper right-hand corner of the page. For as little as $3 a month, you too can join the Cool Kids Club.
1: So we've discussed the fact that I don't sleep very well. And I've hit this age, Glenn, where all of a sudden in the middle of the night, I'm very hot. Let's not go into that any further. But I'm hot in the middle of the night. You mean sweaty hot? Like like sweaty hot. Yeah, Yeah, like not attractive. There's nothing attractive (laughs) about this. (laughs) So... I, I wanted to make my bedroom a little more like fancy. And so about six months ago I bought a summer comforter off of uh, Wayfair, I think. Mistake.
0: What is it? So What is it about us? I do this too. What is it about us that every once in a while we decide we want to be like the fancy people, but we always fail?
1: I, it was, it's a fail. <laughs> So I buy this comforter, but it's still winter. And so I didn't want to put it on the bed yet. So I've left it in the box. So I also went out over the weekend and I was like, I'm going to buy some of these. I've heard about these cooling sheets. Like you put them on the bed. They're supposed to keep you cool. So I bought cooling sheets and Chad was out of town. So I was like, he's going to come home. We're going to have like a brand new sheets on the bed, cooling sheets and this super beautiful comforter. I'm going to redo the, you know, the show pillows. It's going to be amazing. So he he's gone. I put I put the cooling sheets on and I pull them out of the container and I'm like, wow, these feel like sandpaper. There's no thread count on cooling sheets. They're just that's what they're called. And I'm like, these are not very they're not very comfortable. I was expecting something satiny. You know? Yeah,
0: like silk
1: <laughs> but I, b- I bring the bed sheet out now the the comforter on the uh, on the computer when i looked at it to buy it it looked like it was like kind of silky satiny and it's like got some little like rouging in it and it's blue and it's reversible and it looked really really pretty and there's like some beautiful pillows with, like chevron kind of de- de- decorations on them and i pull it out of the box now i ordered it six months ago Say no way I get to return this piece of garbage. I mean, it is a comforter made of sandpaper. Like it, it's not satin. It's like I don't know what it is. I don't it's it's like you you sit on it and you get scratched. Like it's <laughs> awful. So I've got these terrible uncomfortable cooling sheets. And this brand-new comforter, it looks pretty, I guess. You walk in, and Chad's like, wow, that's really nice. So I'm like, well, let's sleep. I I, I lay down, and it is not cooling at all. (laughs) And I went to sleep, and for the past three nights, Glenn, I have slept the sleep of angels. Angels, Glenn. Really? in an Charlie, uncomfortable, need uncomfortable sheets to sleep horrible sheets <laughs> horrible comforter and do you know what i've realized do you know why i slept so good it's because it was clean i really probably should change my sheets more often <laughs> that is what i have learned here is that basically i, I bought new pillows you know, it's so like everything is new, everything is clean, and I'm sleeping really well. And I've realized it has nothing to do with the bedding. It's the fact that I've probably been sleeping in filth. The sheets before this had horses on them, okay? Like, I need to probably grow up, change my sheets every three or four. How often do you change your sheets we, on We wash them every Saturday. Really, That was a really quick answer. Well, we do. Okay. We—that's well,
0: what We've done that since we got married.
1: Oh, my God, I've got to get a schedule.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even want to ask how often you did yours.
1: I was like, I don't remember (laughs) the last time I did this. Is it me? Does everybody do it every Saturday? I mean, let's be fair. If my mom was listening, you know, you taught me nothing about taking care of a house or a, a self or anything like that. I knew how to, I learned how to brush my teeth. That is the only thing my parents taught me oh, about self care. This self-care. is going
0: to post show so much better today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say. That for at least another day or so, I'm going to continue to sleep well. And when my sleep starts going down the hill, I have now learned I need to clean up a little bit. I can't
0: stand dirty sheets, so that's why we do it. Uh, Jennifer would probably be more like you, but I I just...
1: Oh, they were dirty. I just, I just had to buy, you know what? I'm just going to have to buy new like sheets crisp, every seven days.
0: I do like, you know, in the old days when they used to, at hotels, when they used to change your beds every day or, you know, do them every day. I used to like that because they were all crisp and clean.
1: I don't like it because they tuck them in. And I can't get my feet down. I'm like, George Costanza, <laughs> don't tuck. <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs>
0: let's get off of that sexy topic. Um, but it would it'd be interesting to know how often the, of course women do wash their sheets. I
1: do. I want to know. I'm going to ask in the auditor room. Yeah, do. But I want y'all to be honest. And if you've got dogs, I
0: want you to wash them every other day. I Just every other so day.
1: So we don't have dogs in the bed. Yeah,
0: I, we so never there's did. None of that. <clears throat> I wouldn't allow the dog. I'd never allowed the dogs in the bed.
1: No, my husband <laughs> drew the line. Like I, I when it, when it, we when we first got together, my dog Brett slept in the bed. Duh. She
0: just, just uh, The problem is got dog hair in the pillow and dog hair in your mouth all night. Ugh. Anyway, hey, I'll give you an update. A couple of you, have, <laughs> a couple of you have asked about trailer shopping. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that we we're thinking about trading two trailers in on one trailer, and uh, we bought the Murrow we talked about. Uh, which Merhow I a... I don't even know how you say it. It's M-E-R-H-O-W. I don't even know how you're supposed to say it's it. It's Merhow. Merhow, yeah. I, uh, apparently, they're made in Michigan someplace. But um, they're supposed to be a medium-quality trailer from what I saw. Uh, it, we had also looked at shadows, and it's just... They scared me. So we went away from that. And this is a used one, but it was only used like a year. They didn't use it much. <laughs> the horse compartment doesn't look like it ever had a horse in it. So it's a three-horse... Actually, two-horse. We'll have to take one of the partitions out to fit... Uh, Nigel, who doesn't fit in slant loads. So uh, he'll have two stalls, and then Scooter will have his one stall. But it's a three-horse with living quarters, and I had him install electric in the back, so when we're using it as a camper on road trips that visit you guys, we can use the entire back then, take the petitions out, and use it as an office and a studio.
1: Did you get an air conditioning vent? Yes.
0: Yes, and then uh <laughs> electric uh all of that stuff. So yeah, nice. we're we're good there. So yeah, we'll be able to use it on on road trips. So when we come out to see you in August, we'll I guess we'll be in that. So that's uh, we're going to have to learn how to drive a gooseneck all over again. It's been a while since I drove a gooseneck.
1: Oh, it's so much easier.
0: Yeah, that's what everybody says. And I remember we used to drive John Nunn's when we worked for a bit of Britain. We used to drive his 40-foot box, big box goosenecks to all of of the uh, stuff to Rolex and stuff. So, I mean, we've driven them before, but uh, it's been a while. I also saw Top Gun yesterday. Oh! Now, it was interesting to see it after I heard Chad's review. By the way, if you want to hear Chad's review about Top Gun, it was couple weeks ago. or
1: Chad, in of course, the, being my husband, who's a retired fighter pilot. pilot.
0: Yeah. So, I know he was a different service, but, you know, it's all about the same. They're all cocky Basically, his
1: up. his thing, yeah. So, my uncle is was a captain in the Navy, and then Chad was a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force, and the, the battle continues to rage, and he's like, just so you know, those F-18s they flew pull seven Gs, but the F-16 pulls nine. <laughs>
0: I thought about it, what he said, because what he said in his review, you asked him, can you really do all that stuff? Because a lot of it looked like it was made up from the movies, right? Because it was kind of extreme. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, yeah we could do that stuff. And I, yeah. uh, that's all I could think about the whole time. I was watching <laughs> this going, oh, my God, they really do that?
1: <laughs> so. It made me so stressed out. And he doesn't even <laughs> do it anymore. <laughs> I
0: know. I know. And I knew the parts that you said you burst into tears. I I figured out which parts they were. We won't give it away, but that was pretty obvious. Um, and um, thank God because we had watched the first one the day before because it's been a long time so we watched the first one the pacing on that was so slow movies back then used to be paced so slow and, and then there
1: was just that gross shadow oh, kissing twenty shadow the, kissing. oh that whole thing to was like 20
0: minutes that whole we're gonna flirt and then Nick then Nick have sex away. thing was like
1: 20 minutes we
0: fast forwarded through the whole thing
1: <laughs> so I, I, we let Lucas watch it and I fast forwarded it and I was like I'm still fast forwarding we can still go <laughs> I know that's what I said, and it was
0: like I was so glad in this this new one that they didn't they had a, just a small portion of that, so, not barely, barely, barely. Yeah. It was not anything like the first one. I thought they did a good job this time with it, but it was an excellent movie. It was great. It was one of those popcorn movies. And can I just tell you one other thing, and then we'll we'll get to talking about horses. I promise. Um, so the one other thing was the movie theater was freaking
2: packed.
1: Yeah.
0: There was a ton of people there that more than I've seen it. We've gone a movie a couple of times, but nothing like that.
1: I and think Top Gun's going to get credited with reopening theaters. I,
0: I said on the way out, I said, no, not Tom, Tom Cruise is yeah. going to be credited with saving the theater industry. I don't believe it. Uh, I just, and they were going to see apparently not getting such good reviews as Jurassic Park's new one. Um, that's not getting good. It has 18 on the tomato meter. So.
1: Yeah, my friend went and saw it, and she was like, that was terrible. Yeah,
0: apparently. but every, there were a ton of people seeing it. So, yeah, I think Tom Cruise, thank you for uh, saving movies. Uh, yeah. So, good job. Good job, Tom.
1: Now, uh, there was a little bit of <sighs> discussion on the fact that in Top Gun, Tom Cruise is called Maverick, but his name is Pete something. And, and so what happens is everybody gets a call sign when you are a part of a fighter squadron. And there was a lot of people asking if my husband had, had a call sign. And yes, of course he had a call sign and everybody's call sign usually means something like we have a friend and his name is bill. I mean, his name is not bill, but his call sign is bill. And if you ask bill, if you ask anybody why he got named bill it's because his wife is very tall boobs eye level oh, i,
0: I could <laughs> figure that out thanks for explaining that
1: <laughs> yeah and, and then we have a friend named possum and why is his name possum because he was out at a bar and there was a bouncer named max and possum got so drunk that he puked on surly and they called him surly max p O S M possum puked on surly max. Cause you projectile vomited on this guy. Like you so said, they all have names. They all have meanings behind the name. From what I'm <laughs>
0: telling that most of the meanings came from the bar.
1: Usually they have a lot to do with that. That or they'll make fun of their last name. Like Chad kid. We could go through a list of all. And then all of the like young punk pilot, they call them punks pilots that come up. They have the name F N G. Which is stands for um
3: something we can't say
1: here. <laughs> fighter pilot freaking new guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all F and G. So, so yeah. So Chad's call sign was uh is skate. Okay. Now his last call sign. I met him with that call sign he had for the last ten years. He had a couple before like Wick because Chadwick, like they silly things like that. But he's skate stuck. And um for those who don't know, my my husband was also uh, married previously to a uh, another pilot, uh, female fighter pilot. I did know that. Yeah, so he was married, but it didn't last very long, and so they named him Skate. And Skate is a technique when you lock onto a target and then you pull out. <laughs> so like skate 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 they've locked onto the target they're like skate 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 and that means means get away
0: yeah (laughs) skedaddle
1: so that is why his name is skate i didn't know that either i thought i'd heard the story but i don't think i did (laughs) (laughs) and then you pull out and so apparently when you lock onto a target and you go for it it's called bonsai and so i was like they need to rename you bonsai (laughs) Because now you're bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> so, everything that they do, they have this whole other language. If you listen to A- Fighter, like in the radio stuff, it's all like, The B.O. and the S.O.C. and the B.C. and the words and things you don't. I I would just say if you sit with two fighter pilots talking, you will understand nothing. It's a whole nother language. And it always and they talk with their hands like and the plane did this. And then I went down like this. And then like the arms are moving around like crazy.
0: uh, So let's go back to the bar scenes. Are they all as obnoxious as they were?
1: What answer should I (laughs) get?
0: I think I know the answer.
1: (laughs) The thing is like, and they showed it in the movie in every one of the squadrons, there's a bar in every, like, so at Luke air force base, there's like probably five or six squadrons. It's the largest actual air force like location of an Air Force in the United States, in the world, is Luke Air Force Base. So there's like six squadrons. And in every squadron they have their own bar. And so like on Friday nights, they'll be like the three tenth is having, you know, a thing. So everybody goes down and drinks all the three booze. And then like the next would be the 69th Fighter Squadron, which was Chad Squadron. Like everybody goes there, or they all have their own thing and they have namings and they have all the thing uh, all the things. And so I was actually named I was given a call sign because I was a cool wife that didn't have any kids. And so I got to go on some trips with them. And, uh, apparently they decided to do a name. Everybody already had a name and these guys wanted to have a reason to drink. Uh, so it was around a campfire and they did a a proper naming, which I'm not going to go into. Uh, but it requires a lot of drinking straight from a bottle, Jeremiah (laughs) weed. It's this, look it up, Jeremiah weed. It's awful. And so you drink the and, and like if you go to pass that you don't want it and you pass it they'll go no pass and then you have to drink it like it's it's a so yes that's the answer
0: thing. to my question
1: <laughs> yeah 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 so my my name is um <clears throat> well I started out my first I was renamed I was named twice my first name was Shem that's the S-H-E-M, one I remember E yeah. M which stands for Super high emotional maintenance. That's totally (laughs) perfect. And then I was renamed at another event, and uh, my name is Hot Pants. I think it has to do with the breeches. Yeah, I think <laughs> it does. And and to be fair, that is literally what my husband calls me. Hey, hot pants! You coming up here? You gonna do that? Yeah. So that is uh that's money. I like Shem better because it was more indicative, like my personal self. I assume that but, uh, uh, the I'm airline wrong.
0: pilots don't have nicknames like the fighter pilots
1: do. Uh, no, there's no. no there's no bro code in no. airline pilots. It's like, hey, what's your name? How you doing? Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, I gotta bye. fly
0: with you for six hours and then leave. yeah,
1: no. yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, we're gonna talk about your horses and training here in a second. But first, I wanted to mention that the World Equestrian Center is uh, doing lots of cool stuff this week. They have the Regional 13 Sport Horse Championships. They also start this week the 2022 Ocala Summer Series for Hunters and Jumpers. And that's uh, a new thing for $3.5 million in total prize money. It starts on June 15th and runs for 10 weeks over the summertime here. So, And they'll be doing the uh, Saturday Night Grand Prix, so you can go out and watch. Uh, They also came out with their new magazine. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, The cover art is Show Jumping Olympian Will Simpson. And the article in there is all about Will and his farms and things like that. So that that was kind of fun. They also announced this week that they've opened their 41,000 square foot veterinary hospital on the property.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy.
0: It's run by the University of Florida College of Veterinary Medicine, which is kind of cool, right? Um, So it's run by the University of Florida, and it is a large animal and small animal because remember they do a lot of dog shows there too. So there's so nine. is it
1: a surgical facility too, or I is it don't just
0: know about that? Um, but I know that they, they can handle you know accidents and things like that. There, it is a huge facility. It's right beside wow. the big outdoor arena that seats eight thousand, and this is a state of the art facility, as you can imagine. So yeah, they did that in conjunction with the University of Florida. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's that opens too. So if you're ever in a caliber or. Driving past on Route 75, hop off. It's 10 minutes off the highway. It's a destination. Go see the World Equestrian Center. You can find them at worldequestriancenter.com. Now, let's, uh, we have about 10 minutes. You want to talk about your horses in training?
1: Oh, sure. I'll just give you guys an update on, because uh, I have a couple racehorses here. And, but I've got um, this mare that came in training that squeals and, you know, kicks a thing and I don't really understand all of it, okay, but the vet came out, and he's the repro guy maybe she needs um, new sheets. <laughs> maybe she just <laughs> needs some new scratchy comforter uh, so he he, I, he came out and he did a reproductive exam, and he was like, well, there's no what they look for is tumors. And so there's no, he's like, there's no tumors. Everything is where it's supposed to be. However, there is a CL and a follicle on the same ovary. And I was like, okay. I was like, is that normal? And he was like, corpus luteum. Look it up. Okay. I know nothing. All I know is there's a CL and a follicle on the same ovary. And I said, okay, is that normal? And he was like, no. And he gives me this long <laughs> nine, minute explanation (laughs) of what actually is going on. And I said, bottom line, give me, I got to tell all the people what's going on. And he was like, I would just say she's hormonally challenged. (laughs) And I was like, done. So, Mare is hormonally challenged and they have now sent off a ton of blood work to determine what it is and what to do and what are the next step. And he's consulting with a couple repro guys because like you can get, he's like, I could give her progesterone and then that CL would go away. But then she'd come into heat in five days again. And then this can, you know, and then we could do this and then this could happen and then we could do this. And he was like, and then we could do regimate, but you don't want to deal with regimate. I was like, no, I don't. Um, so it is, a. Uh, Uh, yeah So, so it's a work in progress in the meantime i've started riding her again and she's actually like once you put her to work she kind of forgets about everything but you've got to just keep her doing stuff so it will be interesting to see um this is a mare that was sold to some people and basically she was taken off the racetrack immediately sent to a a venting slash jumper or something trainer. And they started running around cross country, taking her through water, doing all this stuff. But then she, she's got a a kid. They bought her online, said and seen, never tried her out, just bought her chestnut, four-year-old old thoroughbred mare for a kid who's been riding for two years. And it turns out that's not a good idea. So she came to me and I'm like, okay, I've seen all these videos and, and here's the thing, people, let me give you a hot, is my hot take. Are you ready for this? If somebody sends you videos of a horse that is for sale, and it looks like this one, which is you see the horse trotting to the right, and then cut, the horse is trotting to the left, cut, the horse is cantering on the right lead, cut, the horse is cantering on the left lead, cut, the horse jumps a jump, cut, the horse. One stride in front of the jump, jumps the jump cut. That's a problem. And let me tell you why nobody has shown any transitions at all. Nobody has shown any of the approach or a way after the jump. So either the horse is bolting to the jump, maybe, or it could be going calmly, but for, you know, bolts before bolts after you don't know, because you haven't seen that part. This mare Guess what she does? She bucks into the canner. Once you're in the canner, she'll canner. And this video, they never showed one transition. And so these people, you know, it's like if you're if you're looking for a horse, hire somebody to help you. It's like buying a car. I wouldn't just go buy a car and not do any research on it. So keep in mind you get a a consult with somebody, but if somebody sent me those videos, I would absolutely have said no, no. And because they haven't showed me everything. Now I could ask them to send me a video of the transitions, but then they might do 6,000 of them and send me the one good one. They, they, they're leaving those pieces out of the sale video is a clue to me. That they don't want to show that. So these people, they were like, we're going to pass. And then this seller calls them back and says, well, you know, we've got her sold as a lesson horse, but I really think she could do so much more with you guys. And we really think you're the special one. And so really, you know, you'd be saving her from a life of just going to be a lesson horse. uh, And they're like, they guilted her into it. And by the way, a life is a lesson horse.
0: Isn't bad. It should be
1: pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> So, and and then they bought her and, and so now she's here. And uh, what I realized when I got on her, you know, today and yesterday and the day before is that she actually doesn't know anything appropriate for a horse that's been running around jumping cross country, just because you can do it. Doesn't mean a, a boy who's been riding for two years can, it was very irresponsible of them to sell it to this people and guilt them into it and all the things. So she doesn't know how to, she doesn't know what the bit means. So you put the bit in and you're riding her and she just puts her head straight down on the ground, which is something that horses that are wearing bits for the first couple of times do, you know, like just really green. She doesn't turn. She doesn't stop. She doesn't back up. She doesn't know what legs mean. Like, I mean, it's like, I I put them on a fence and use my lower leg behind me to teach them to move their hips over. And she's like, what? I nothing's happening. I don't know. And it's interesting, too, because it's a mare, which I asked Monty Roberts one time, what's the difference in training a mare and a gelding? And he was like, with a mare, you have to know when to quit. (laughs) It's like, that's a very sage Uh, advice. That's also going to
0: relate to the post show today.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Well, forget me. Let's, let's move on. Let's hear uh, from Baxter Black. This is you and Tara interviewing Baxter Black. And uh, then we will, uh, you know, hear from him and, 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 and cherish the fact that this was done. This is the coolest part of this job is that we have these, these legends and these icons and we've got them in the can, you know, and we've got them forever. And so enjoy this. Oh, you got him.
0: Yes, I think we do. Okay. So we, for the first time, you know, we've had 7,000 guests on the show, and I don't know if he's been ignoring him, us or we just haven't asked. But uh, we finally, and this has been requested by many of our auditors, specifically Lindsey Roush, who has been asking us forever, and I think we just finally uh, got it done. So we have Baxter Black on. He's a cowboy poet, former large animal veterinarian, and most of all, an entertainer. We love entertainers on the show. With over one million books and audio, Sold, a weekly column, a weekly radio program, a weekly television program. He is a true entertainer. Great
3: Scott. Great Scott. Stop it. <laughs> uh, you know, the, it. I
0: didn't get to the one I love the most is Johnny Carson. Oh, How many sorry. times were you on Carson?
3: Uh six.
0: Wow. <laughs> that's good. Johnny never invites anybody back unless he liked them. And so well, you, uh,
3: you were on the list. Yes. Well, he was kind to me, bless his heart.
0: did he invite you to the couch? You were on the couch.
3: Uh, I never left the couch. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just went over and sat on that chair beside him, and and um, you know, the mo- I guess most of the pro- performers got out on the stage, but uh, I just came through the curtain and shook his hand and sat down.
0: How nervous were you the first time for that?
3: Yes, I was. I bet. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was. Uh, The first time I was there, I was scared to death, and so I'm I'm going to do this poem, and I'm walking around in the back before the show starts, and I'm saying this poem over and over and over to myself, and a lady stops me, and she said, are you all right? And I said, well, I'm just worried I'm just going to mess up my poem. She said, well, duh. We can get a teleprompter, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so did and you use one?
3: I wanna, and I said, I don't need no stinking teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that that's, was the attitude. I think that there's several good cowboy poets on there and ladies, and I don't think any of them uh, used any um, re- reading or teleprompter. It's in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well when there's a little but when you're risking a little something, you just do better.
0: That's true. I or 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 it goes totally the other way. I've had that happen on stage too, where you just
3: are blank. I mean
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yes. it is almost true though. It's like anything else, right? I mean you've done so much stuff. It's like anything else. When you walk out there and finally start, then you're then you're going. Then it's fine. It's just that that first step out there.
3: Well, I, you know, one of uh, the things I did, I maybe not consciously, but when I went out there, I did not have something prepared to say until I get into my routine. And so I just walk out there and I would talk to him like I'd see him on the street and yeah, maybe three minutes or two minutes or and uh, then we'd I'd slide into my program. So I didn't ever walk in on the stage knowing the first sentence I was going to say so how's that <laughs> you've you've done so many things
0: between the books and the the columns and the radio program and the television and all of that what what is the thing that you look back on and go, wow, that is something that, that I truly loved doing? I mean, you probably love doing all of it, but is there something that stands out that was your highlight? I mean, we all have that highlight as entertainers of the thing that was just the perfect thing.
3: When you walk out there and they clap.
0: <laughs> and then I found They're when you leave you. and they clap. That's also a good thing.
3: Yeah. That's right. Well,. <laughs> Hmm. What, what was that deal if they stand up and and uh clap and go and come to you or what was that if you get up and they it's better to have them get up and leave than to have to get up and t- attack you <laughs> so yeah. that's, true. that's true well i th- i uh uh have a uh, can't call it a ranch except it's 20 sections how tell me your section is? Hmm. How big is a section?
1: It's a mile by mile.
3: Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, you, yes, you did it. Is that you, Tara?
1: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> did you do good Good in math?
1: No, yes, actually. It, well, I should have done better, but...
3: <laughs> well, couldn't we all?
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
3: it, it's one of those grazing leases where you... Um, I guess you're actually paying for the grass. And I have a partner, and i've uh for many years and I'm not on the road anymore in that sense as a but I've got all this media stuff going on that you were reading, so that uh Anna got my cows and and with cows, there's always horses mm.
1: <laughs> what kind yeah. of cows what kind of cows do you raise uh
3: well, the breeding is called uh n t s none the same let me that's a registered a breed,
1: of, i think yeah that is <laughs>
3: it's uh, highly regarded <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm down on the Mexican border about uh, sixty miles north and uh, i had a let me find it oh yes. I have uh, a lady from um, CSI Blankets. You, you're familiar with them?
0: Yes, I am. Yep.
3: Okay, down there in Missouri, and they're using a little something that uh, so- sometimes people pick out something of mine and want to use it, and so they're ha- they're going to have some sort of a, a program where. And it's called it was called a ho, a horse matters, and this isn't funny, but I'll just give you a taste and and so say, she wanted to use this as one of their uh, bills. Okay, a horse matters. There is just some country where horseback is the only way to get the job done. Places where the four wheelers is a four poor second not to mention a noisy track leaving unnatural conveyance. And besides, it's hard to throw a fro- rope from a th- four-wheel. Helicopters can spot and scare, but if you what you need, you're helpless if, if you're out there trying to doctor a calf. Knowing you're on the perfect tool for the job. You look at a horse different when he's on the payroll. And I like being a person... Uh, To Whom a Horse Matters, puts me in such good company. Robert E. Lee, Teddy Roosevelt, Rudyard Kipling, Ray Hunt, Queen Elizabeth, Jerry Diaz, Casey Tibbs, Uh, so many. Granted, being a horse person doesn't make me easier to get along with or better at spelling or richer. It simply gives me a direct connection to one of the most ancient, mutually beneficial Interspecies relationships on the planet. Winston Churchill said, There is something about a man, uh, there is something about the outside of a horse that is good for the inside of a man. I like being there when a horse matters, when you can't do the job alone. A cow and a bog, a race against time, a boulder to move, a detour to take. A mountain to cross, a crevice, a leap, a war to win, a sweetheart to impress, and when you've gone too far to walk back. <laughs> Shakespeare's King Richard III said, when fate hung in the balance, a horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. I've come to believe you either are a horse person or you aren't. Many who are never know it because they never have a chance. It's a primitive acceptance, often mutual a lack of fear. You see it in some children when they are first introduced to the horse. It always gives me a sense of wonder to be there and help them make their first acquaintance. I believe that horse can sense the child's innate trust. It is the beginning of a natural bond, and I count myself very lucky that I get to be a part of what a wonderful world of horse sweat, soft noses, close calls, and twilight on the trail. I like living a life where a horse matters. Hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And of course, all of our listeners are horse people and could relate to everything you just said.
3: Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I didn't make it up, but I've been with horses for so long uh, You've you, been, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. yes. <laughs> been bucked off. I've been. Oh yeah. Everybody's been backed off. Yeah, I think it's Remington has the painting, um, a bronc to breakfast. I had one of those. <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, I, I was, right, not, no not today, but. Um, <laughs> two or three years ago, and just laid me out flat. You know, when the horse is bucking, and Francisco said, I went pretty far, he said, uh, <laughs> you, you looked like a rodeo.
2: <laughs> and
3: uh, and, it, and I rode the part where he was bucking, and then when he really said, he's, uh, well, whatever he did, spring, um, I, I was uh, holding on to the rain, and I thought if I had the rain, I was going to have, a, uh, have uh, some attachment. But you know what a slingshot like um, David killed Goliath with? Yeah, you used to yeah. play with those as a it kid. It. Yes. 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 <laughs> circumferential, <laughs> you're, just, you're out on the end of this thing. I held on to the reins when I should have probably let him go. And uh, just like that swing and that slingshot, I was out, out on the end where the rock is. <laughs> so I just Ooh. arced over the top of it and landed flat on my back. Is this I recovered, recent? But, okay. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, it was like three years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's still ever. The horse
3: I'd bidden <laughs> for 10 years, or uh, one year, I'd had the horse, he was a 10 year old horse. And he, and uh, I did a job uh, for uh, all those big Chris Cox and Martin Black and all those guys, and and I said, no, I'll donate to the, the cause, and and oh, let us give you something. Well, I said, get me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are horse people, so it took it <laughs>
1: took,
3: took them a little time to figure out. Oh, he really meant it. Um. And that horse I had uh, for a whole year rode him it was just so good, and boy, he did whack me on the ground
1: was this did you get that horse from the horseman's reunion? Is that the event? I
3: got the, yes well uh, yeah. it wasn't at an event they did that's how they paid me I said, I said yeah, and you know I do ranch work, that's where our horses go mm-hmm. what that was- uh Br- bronco is one. Um, Bravo is another one. Jose is another one. They're all Spanish. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we have a good one. A Palomano, and he's a good horse that Francisco made, and he's named uh, Copper or Copper.
1: <laughs> so I well, I heard you do uh, one of your poems at the Horsemen's Union there about team ropers, and. Uh, Uh, Did you used to team rope, or have you just watched enough to be able to to tell the story?
3: Uh, No, I have. uh, It's one of those things that that life has given me the opportunity to be a part of a lot of things, and seldom good at any. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I team rope, but I never was, um, you know, professional.
1: So were you... uh, were you a header or well, a healer? I,
3: well, I'm left-handed. Oh, uh, you're condemned. Yes, uh, my dad didn't rope. <laughs> my dad played music, and um, I came in. He came in one night about I was about thirteen. Come home from work, and I had taken one of his guitars and turned the strings upside down so I could play it left-handed. <laughs> and, and he said. Uh, um, put that back the way it came. And I said, w- why? He said, so you can learn to play it right-handed. And I said, well, why do I need to do that. He said, you can always borrow someone else's instrument. <laughs> That's true. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and being a left-handed healer is the same because you can't, all the horses are trained to go the wrong way for me. Yeah. I'm thrown from the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, they. There's, back, back story so I got I've, I've been a part of a lot of things. You, have, you have, have you found out about Liz Huey yet?
0: No, it doesn't ring a bell.
3: Well, she will ring a bell.
1: Oh, for uh, the the Huey, the ropes Huey.
3: No, this,
0: oh, okay. this, I
1: changed.
3: I changed the subject. Read the uh, reviews in the latest Western Horseman. And it's a, she's got three little books now. It's hard to believe a story about Barney, and it's a it's an oddest thing. She's a mule packer, young lady, and goes on all that stuff, and and, and it's really good little book for kids and big books too. So I'm putting in a plug for Liz.
0: Cool. Well, I got to ask you and I know we're we're limited on time, but uh, you've been you've seen media change, you know, you've been in entertainment for so long and you've seen media change through the years and now you're talking on a podcast, talk about changing media, right? Um so, a live podcast, which is even different, more different. But what are you concerned that uh, cowboy poets are going away that that things are changing? What what are you concerned about in the world you've grown up through?
3: Well, um, I, I guess I'll put it this way: uh, I, I came out of an age that if you were smart and could do things um, with numbers, you are, fell right into those computers, and you just—they—it's they, your life. But someone like me, who has an out outside job and uh, have very little interest in knowing how a computer runs. And so it took me a long time. Right now, I'm to the stage where I got a cell phone three years ago. So that'll give you a clue. (laughs) Uh, You're you're modern now. (laughs) 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 No, and I, you know, I can find, uh, what is it, Goober, Google, Goober, whatever it is. (laughs) I can find things on it. But what (laughs) happens is, and this is the truth. Uh, and it answers your question. Uh, there be thousands and thousands of people who know how to work a computer, but somebody has to think up stuff to put on it
0: <laughs>
3: and that's that's me, and that's you yeah you you've figured out something this this should work, and you didn't worry about um not knowing how to work the computer and and I'm to the point now where I'm do- in a I've had some really good luck because I was in places in my life when the times were good. And books, right off the bat, when I first got in entertaining, I was a vet for 13 years. And the uh, first thing I published outside of my speaking, I, books. And I started doing that, and, and uh, I've sold uh, well, a million books. And 250 of the videos and all that, we keep track of all this stuff. But it was a right at a time where people were reading, and Barnes and & Noble was good. And, and nowadays, uh, that doesn't even matter, unless you want to get coffee. And then <laughs> the next thing that, that I said, well, if I can do the make a, a column, well, that, that was the very first thing it started. I wrote Start Ride Start, started writing a column, and then you could do a lot of things with it. And then if I said up if I can do this with a column, I can take this column, and put it on the radio. So I did, and that time came, and I got on. I was on twenty NPR for twenty years, and so I could do that. And uh, and then the next step, and that was radio. I have a radio program I'm my own, and then. Uh, you just go a little further and television is there waiting out there for you and so i started uh, making that even before the uh, RFD but i didn't have a market for it and then they they jumped right out of the side of a cliff and say hey we got a tv show and all these things came along at the right time in my life and uh, so here i am left with all this what I call media.
0: Yeah. You, you have a lot I of do it com-
3: commercials and, and I, I do it with good people. That's your key.
0: Thank you, <laughs> Baxter. We appreciate it. BaxterBlack.com right. is where you can find his website and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Thank you. Okay. Bye. Well, attention horse owners. Are you looking to help your horse recover with ease after a strenuous workout? Would you like to nourish your horse and their digestive system if so, try the new Purina Replenimash product. It's much, much more than a mash. Replenimash promotes hydration, replenishes electrolytes, and supports gastric comfort. Put Purina's research to the test. Step, stop into your local Purina retailer and grab a bag of Purina Replenimash product.
0: One of the things we didn't mention earlier in the show when we were talking about uh, the Belmont over the weekend is that the winner, uh, the winning horse, is owned by. By the same owners that owns what one or two of elisa wallace's horses the eventer elisa wallace has been on our show a hundred times
1: yeah pretty cool mo Donegal was owned in a partnership and i'm pulling up their names right now because uh, vicky and it's the suck ups suck ups Suck up, Steve and Vicky, uh, <laughs> S-U-K-U-P. I don't want to say suck up and be yeah. <laughs> wrong, but even the jock had the, their last name on his pants. Did you see that? that no, was I didn't cool. see that. Yeah,
0: that's cool. So
1: Also um, also owning Mo Donegal and Nest, who, the filly who came in second, is Mike Ripoli from Vitamin Water. He's the guy who invented Vitamin Water, and he's a big supporter of racing, And uh, has a lot of horses uh, in training, but also he's from New York. And so it's really super cool when he, and they took, can you imagine getting first and second in the Belmont Stakes? Like you see your colors finishing first and second. I don't care how rich you are. You can't buy that. You got to work for it. So it's pretty awesome.
0: Did uh, we didn't see any of the post show? Did you, or the pre-show? I mean the, any of the hours long pre-show.
1: Uh, I was in a restaurant at a bar having some cocktails and it was on mute. So I did see uh, some.
0: I didn't know but, if Bob, they mentioned Bob Baffert a hundred times, how he wasn't there. You know, or, I, or I don't know. He's been forgotten about by now.
1: So. Hopefully the latter.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do this. It's time for the
2: weekly look at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good.
1: That's right. These are your equestrian first world problems. They're the problems that we have that only we understand and they're real. Let's be honest. We all have them. And I I go on on Sundays or Mondays and put up a post on the auditor Facebook page and asking for you to submit them. And uh, these people did. So if you want to be a part of this segment, Glenn, how can they become an auditor?
0: Just go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the auditor banner on the right side of the page, and for as little as $3 a month, you too can become an auditor and submit your equestrian first-world problems, because they're important.
1: And there's a lot more benefits to it too. Not just this, but this one's pretty much up there. Uh, Tiana said, I just came home today from our show, bringing home reserve champion in my division and 10th place in my first ever Hunter Derby. But now I have like a huge horse show hangover. (laughs) (laughs) It was hot this weekend. I don't care where you are, except for the Northwest. Uh, Apparently it was hot. (laughs) Be, well, here's the northwest for you. Debbie says the weather is so cold, wet, and nasty <laughs> in Oregon that I just the put blankets. <laughs> yeah, the only place well, I just put blankets back on my horse in June because they have no winter coats. I would like a little cold snap. I wouldn't mind that whatsoever. Everybody in the middle of the country is dying. I, I saw record heat is going to happen, like in Phoenix today in Texas up through oklahoma i mean it's crazy right now how it's just you know it, it this too it's shall summer. pass <laughs> summer alyssa says i was really excited to see a new body worker this week after my maybe osteoarthritis x-rays last week but now i can't see my new doctor because i have covid
0: join <laughs> <During> the club <gasps>
1: alyssa <laughs> gave it to you glenn
0: No, that's it's it painful. it's her fault <laughs>
1: I love this one. Allison says my dishwasher repairman showed up early and I just fed alfalfa and I didn't have time for a clean bra and alfalfa is itchy. (laughs) (laughs) It just always goes right between the two girls. Something about the wind or like the vacuum effect of cleavage sucks. hay down in the middle of the the girls. Uh, Mary says my Mustang is more in love with a new mare than me. (laughs) Yeah. My Mustang's like that too. Jennifer says, I am flying out to California on Thursday for the movement and I'm so excited, but I'm going to be leaving my baby horse for five days and I'm sure I'm going to cry. Listen, I'm leaving my baby horse too. Actually, I'm taking my mare and baby horse to the clinic to be looked after where hopefully pink will be rebred. We shall see. Uh, Laura says, I'm finally going trail riding with a few people, and we are having the hardest time to send, deciding on where to go because there's so many choices. <laughs>
0: Whenever she lives,
1: Laura posted a picture. I'm sure the picture's from Pinterest, I'm not sure, but it's a, a barn that is painted completely white, and then a barn aisle underneath it that is stained brown. And uh, she said, I can't decide what color to stain my stalls. Let me help you. Don't go white.
2: No, no because do even though my right.
1: wood paneling are dirty <laughs> no. and and the cobwebs will show, oh, my gosh, you'll be cleaning things forever. Don't do white. Please don't do white. That's why everybody it looks does beautiful. The crappy brown color. Exactly. Yeah. And in this picture, it is gorgeous. And you don't see a horse in the barn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when Jennifer worked at Myopia, they had to they had to wipe the walls down. What would you wipe the walls down every every week with? Pledge. pledge. They had to pledge the walls of the entire oh. barn every week.
1: When Jen comes out here, would she like a part time <laughs> job? <laughs>
0: Jamie said you can do it at her place when we come out. You <laughs> <laughs> bring your case of pledge, she said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Allison said, "I <laughs> this is fantastic." Allison said, "I ended my ride early." Because I had to shave my armpits because we were going to the water park. (laughs) But then it was so cold. I had to wear a shirt and it was like a total waste of time. (laughs) So fantastic. Allison, I encourage you to go listen to the Dina Carter song called. Did I shave my legs for this? Yeah, (laughs) fantastic. Uh, Nicole says, I haven't walked correctly for a month and a half due to my back and hip problems, but my horse is getting a chiropractic adjustment this week since she had a slightly sore back one day. (sighs) That's true. Holly said, I got a new horse. Yay! But Oregon decided it's not letting spring go and a legit poured all weekend another listener in Oregon. Also, my new horse came with a goat. Who is terrifying all of the other horses? <laughs> it's a picture of a horse and a goat.
0: Goats either become friends or enemies. It's one of the two.
1: They're frenemies. Uh, Carrie said, "I was all set to go work on training my young horse to be good for hot shoeing, but he was perfect the first time." Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Kathleen said, I got to drive yesterday. I rented a car to get to the event, so I didn't have to worry about my older truck. And now the check engine light came on in the rental. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never worry about those. You drive them anyway.
1: <laughs> just keep going. It's not yeah. your problem. Yeah. Not your problem. Um. Patricia said, I love my new horse so much. And we do so many fun things that I don't know what to work on. Do we do like lunging or groundwork or riding or clicker training or ground driving? Yeah, it is. Some of the horses can be really fun. And other ones, you're like, we are doing this today because there is nothing else we can do. We got to get past this hurdle before we take on others. Uh, Chantel said, every time this week, my horses drop. And roll in the mud as soon as they see me coming to the gate to bring them in every single time. (laughs) Uh, I have a a red pond. I feel your pain. Uh, How many more do we have time for?
0: Uh, Let's do two more.
1: Okay, let's see here. Oh, well, let's go with Melanie, she had a, I had an awesome show at Upperville this weekend, but it kept me very, very busy. So I haven't had time yet to pack for the movement, and now I have to go to work, so I still don't have time to pack. <laughs> 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 Jennifer's uh, been packing me. all weekend. Has uh, she? Yeah. Oh, bless her. So I need. I, I actually went and bought some new jeans, and then well. yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get some new shirts, and then I tried on every shirt, and they were hideous. So you bought jeans instead. I we, I wasted time, yeah, basically. And finally, we'll finish with Helena, our Helena, who will also be at the movement. I just wanted one nice horse to ride and maybe compete a little, you know, in all the middle-aged mom divisions of whatever discipline would take us. But now I have three nice horses and not <laughs> enough time to ride all of them. P.S. Clara Bell is the bestest. Is that the, what Bell's she got from and, you? <laughs> uh, she came from me. <laughs> uh, not me. Horse and hound. Uh, so anyway, everybody, thank you for sharing your equestrian first world problems. We're very sorry you're dealing with all of these problems and issues.
0: Hang on to for the post show everybody auditors because uh, we're going to talk about how hard it is to be us husbands especially horse husbands mm, and I'm going to mm, get a little mm. help with a little comedian's going to help us out with that. So that's in the post show but first our quote for the end of the show today is from Baxter Black and you have to think about this one. This one this one had me thinking. You'll be amazed at how capable people think you are if they don't know you well. Don't waste that advantage.
1: Gosh, I think it's the opposite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> On that note, you don't think I'm an
1: idiot. <laughs> <laughs> My first impression must be that of a moron. Spade <laughs> <laughs> Niedergeld.
0: That's funny because it did get me thinking that I was thinking, wow, that's, that's kind of true, though. People do assume you know more than you do. We always assume that people that we, you know, that we look up to, like doctors and things that they know everything too, and they don't, you know, they're just human. (laughs) So it's like, all right, so we're going to get some help, you know. I loved this when I saw it and I came across I don't even know how I came across it on YouTube. I was just YouTube surfing and I came across this and I just love this because it so relates to horse husbands too and I have some perfect examples of the horse husband version of this after you hear it. So, here we go. Let's let's listen to and the list. This was on the Letterman show. I oh, have got to get through the commercial first. And this is this comedian's name is Brian Scott McFadden. So, So,
2: what do women want? Guys keep asking, and women keep us guessing, and that's why whenever a man tries to figure out what a woman wants, he often looks like a cat chasing a laser pointer, you know? Yeah. Confused, disoriented, but strangely hopeful. women seem to want contradictory things in a man. Women want a man who's ambitious, an achiever who's successful both professionally and financially, who's not materialistic. (laughs) Women want a man who is solid, steady, consistent, and reliable, who is fun, unpredictable, and spontaneous. (laughs) Women want a strong-willed, decisive man who takes a stand and doesn't waver, as long as he's flexible, open-minded, and can admit when he's wrong. I'm not laughing
1: because I don't see Women want a lot. With
2: Women want a realist who's romantic. A guy who's serious, but playful. <laughs> who's confident, but humble, and horny, but faithful. <laughs> Women want a man who is career driven, but family oriented. (laughs) Women also want a man who's smart, but not nerdy, caring, but not needy, affectionate, but not clingy, protective, but not possessive, emotional, but not neurotic, funny, but not a clown, dominant, but not domineering, and in control, but not controlling.
1: I see nothing wrong with any <laughs> of so that. It's so
0: hard to be us. This is why we have so much difficulty being husbands. So I took it and I came up with a few uh, that relate to horse husbands specifically, although all of that relates to horse husbands too. So you want us to help with the horses, but we seldom do it right. Yet you keep okay. wanting to help us, uh, us to help with the horses, even though we seldom do it right.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Well, let me see. I don't get help with horses. I get help with things associated with the horses. Like your next one.
0: You like, you want us to help clean stalls, but they're never good enough and you always clean I'm them sorry. after us. S-
1: why do you not pick up the pee spots?
0: <laughs> I pick okay. up the pee spots, but the little tiny poops can stay.
1: It is sorry. well, this is not all about you. It's all about <laughs> us with stay. our problems.
0: You want do, us to go, just, go along for to the show.
1: Cut, 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 yes. cut, just stop for a second. I hear like a static. Do you still have the YouTube thing running? Is that There better? it is. Oh, sorry. Yes. About that. Okay.
0: So you want us to go along this is the big one. You want us to go along to shows to show support, but not actually talk to you or try and help in any way.
1: No. Don't Don't. don't Jennifer's like you
0: thing. finally figured it out. <laughs>
1: i don't even care if you go to be fair i just you know watch the kid while i'm gone
0: you want us to ride in your trucks but you don't leave any room for us to actually sit anywhere in the truck
1: listen if you're gonna get in you're gonna clean it out first
0: you want it's us to learn to game. ride, but not too well. You don't want us getting better than you or taking more interest than you or actually getting our own horse and riding more than you. Matter of fact, we saw an auditor post about this exact same topic within the last two weeks in the auditor room, that her husband took it up and now he rides more than her and it's taken all the fun away from her.
1: I can see, like, I remember I was, uh, here's, a, here's a story for you. I had a really shitty boyfriend and uh I mean of course I didn't know that then but like I was at a horse show and it's a hunter show okay which is like you know rhythm and find the spot and all of that and just whatever and I come I do this great round and I come out and he goes you know what it'd be better if you went faster you should go faster (laughs) And I was like, you know what? You don't get to come to any more of these. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't want him to learn to ride well, or learn to ride. He ended up buying a horse and then he wouldn't get out of my space. Like he's always in the barn. I didn't want him to get, you know what? Let me do my thing. My husband (laughs) plays golf. You know what? I know for a fact that he does not want me out on that golf course. You do you buddy. I'll be over here doing my horse (laughs) stuff. You go out and play golf.
0: Again, you want us to learn to ride, but not too often or too well. Just,
1: yeah, you're right. I just want him to walk around. Just <laughs> take on go. a trail ride with me. I got there to you make more
0: And that ties right into the last one. You, you set it up so perfectly. You want us visiting the barn, but
1: not too often. Just make sure I'm alive and then go away.
0: <laughs> it's so hard to be us. It really is. You all are very complicated. Again,
1: I always say, if you see it's hard to be around me, she try being me then you buy it's scratchy sheets and we
0: have to sleep on them i mean yeah well then he that? slept
1: really well too and i'm like <laughs> oh my god we're dirty we're filthy people
0: <laughs> you sure it just wasn't the sheets that they actually did what they said they were gonna do
1: no they're not cooling at all <laughs> not at all
0: i've had that problem last few nights too but that's from being sick so uh, yeah i need those sheets we need the scratchy sheets
1: I'm like, I'm on top of the sheets. I've got the fan on high. Poor Chad is like freezing to death <laughs> yes, in the room. Like, it's the same bundled way it is in ours, with Jennifer. Burrito. Fan on
0: high. I'm turning it off. <laughs> it's the same way.
1: Like, why do, we you live, why do you live with
0: why do we live with each other? Shouldn't we all just I don't know. do, do gay do gay women have this problem?
1: Probably. Um no, they they're they're united in a united front. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. They all have the fans on high and they're all happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> anyway, it's very hard to be us. So just I heard that that was the 2009 that was from from Letterman Show in 2009. All right, that's Still all the energy I today. have for today. So Okay,
1: go back to bed. I got to right. take a horse to Guthrie.